0: Today, I want to uh, give you a sermon on, uh, it's called Give Thanks. So I want you to open up your Bible this morning to the book of Psalms, chapter 95, verse 2. Let's see what the Bible says about giving thanks. I looked in the Strong's Concordance this morning. And Strong's, Strong's Concordance has every uh, Greek and Hebrew word uh, written out that's in the Bible. Every word that's in the Bible is in the strong Concordance, either in Greek or Hebrew. And I looked at the word thank, thanks, thanksgiving. And man, I tell you, there was so many it was written so many times. So this morning I want you to see what the Bible says about giving thanks. Psalms chapter 95 verse 2. Let us start in verse 1. Psalm 95 verse 1. It says, O come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Verse 2. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Let us shout joyfully to him with psalms verse 3 for the lord is the great god and the great king above all gods in his hand are the deep places of the earth the heights of the hills are his also the sea is his for he made it and his hands formed the dry land Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. For he is our God, and we are the sheep, or the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Psalm 95, verse 2 says, Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Amen. Every time I want to come before the presence of the Lord, I need to always come with a thankful heart. Amen. Amen? The word thankful, what does it actually mean? And it actually means to have a grateful language. A heart of gratitude. That's what the word thanksgiving means. A gratitude, a language full of gratitude. It means when I speak, when I talk, I'm always reflecting about the goodness of of God, and giving thanks unto Him for who He is and what He's done for each one of us this morning. Now I want you to look this morning at Psalm 100. Verse 1. Psalm 100 verse 1. Make a joyful shout to the Lord all you lands. I think sometimes (laughs) According to the Bible, it talks about shouting. It talks Amen. about getting loud. I think sometimes our church services may be a little too quiet. Come on, y'all. That right? Right. I think we need to get a little bit louder. And mm-hmm. we all raise our voice at one time and give God some thanks. I believe heaven would recognize our shout this morning. Amen. 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 Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. And serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Verse 3. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pastor. Verse 4. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. And into his courts with praise, be thankful, be thankful, be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. When I want to enter into the gates of the Lord, according to the word of God, I need to come with thanksgiving. And if I don't come with thanksgiving, I think those gates are going to stay closed. As long as I come and open up my heart and begin to give thanks to the Lord, hallelujah, that shouldn't be a problem. The gates of heaven, the gates to the Lord, are always going to be open and available. And enter into His courts with praise. Praise God continually, church. Now, You don't have to turn there, but I want to tell you Psalm 105, Psalm 106, and Psalm 107. They all begin with the same topic. Praise the Lord. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his mercy endures forever. The psalmist was always letting us know to the people of Israel, Always be thankful. Always give thanks. For the Lord, he is good. Uh, I'd like for you to turn with me to the book of Luke chapter 17. Verse 11. Luke chapter 17, starting in verse 11. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your help this morning. Luke 17, verse 11, goes like this. Now it happened as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Then as he entered a certain village, there met him ten leopards who stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, have mercy on us. Verse 14. So when he saw them, he said to them, Go show yourself to the priest. And so it was that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed returned and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. Verse 17. So Jesus answered and said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? So ten lepers came to Jesus, and Jesus gave them a word that would get them healed. And if they would obey, they would be healed. Go show yourself to the priest. So by faith, they began to go. And on their way, as they began to do what Jesus said, the miracles took place. All ten leopards were cleansed. All ten. And then after that, the nine went on their way, and one of them had a heart of gratitude, a thankful heart, and he returned back to the one that gave him a word that would heal them, and he returned back to Jesus, and he came back with a loud voice, giving praise and giving glory to Jesus for the healing. And Jesus was blessed to see him come back and actually offer up some thanks. But he said, where is the other nine? Didn't I heal all 10 of y'all? And here's the thing. A lot of people have received a lot of blessings from the Lord through the years. And some have forgotten to return. To give thanks unto the Lord, right. I call it spare tire religion, which means spare tire religion is whenever you have a spare, tire, whenever you have a flat tire on the highway, you open the trunk, you change the tire, you get the spare out, you put it on the car till you reach to the next destination that you can get the other tire fixed you take, that, take the spare back off, put it back in the trunk, and close it again. Which means you never won't uh, or give any recognition to the spare tire until it's needed. All right. <clears throat> There's a lot of people in the world today that won't come to church until they need something. All right. Whenever they broke, whenever they're sick, whenever their marriage is falling apart, and all hell broke loose against their, them and their home that's when they often find the place of God. And whenever you ask them, you know, what's going on? They are devastated. They need God to do something for them. They're crying out with all their heart. And I've prayed for a lot of people like that and seen Jesus do some miraculous things through their marriage, to their health, to their finances. Many, many things to never see them ever again. I've had people come to the church, beg, help, need help with the children, need help with the milk, need help with the doctors, with the, with the diapers and everything else and out of the goodness of our heart the church we give to them and never see them again Amen. they never come to give thanks unto the Lord for all that he's done we don't want to be caught up in that category of God doing something for us and us never returning to give thanks unto him Amen? Amen, Amen. Amen, bro. Um, Being thankful this morning. As Sophie said this morning, how can we pass this moment by? We're fixing to celebrate Thanksgiving once again. How can we just pass it by like, okay, God did something for me, now let's pass on. Let's just move on. No, always remember to give thanks to the Lord for what he has done for you and I. Amen? Amen. I was in Uganda the other day and I woke up on Wednesday morning, man, I felt terrible. I felt bad. I felt weak. Didn't want to eat. Didn't know if I was going to be able to get up, put my clothes on and make it to the meeting. I did. I'm praying for God's strength, His his healing and just speaking and declaring the word. I came up under a I guess a spiritual attack. And the uh, only thing you can do when you come under attack is keep moving. Amen. Exactly. Keep moving. Don't sit down. Don't lay down. Don't say this is it. Just keep on moving till you fall out. If God, if God lets you fall out, you just fall out. <laughs> but you just keep moving. And I got up, put my clothes on, went down for breakfast. Everybody ate. I, I didn't want anything. I went to the meeting and I just kind of kept Uh, I was supposed to speak that morning, and I told myself, maybe I'll speak after lunch. You let somebody else go ahead in front of me. So after lunch, I was due to speak at 3 (coughs) o'clock. And I didn't feel like it, but I stepped up there and began to speak on what God had given me. And after I got done speaking, I was healed. Mm -hmm. Had no more weakness. I was completely healed, made whole. The next day, I was strong and ready to roll again, but I had to go through some adversity. I remember waking up the next day on that Friday morning, giving thanks unto God for good health. You know, a lot of us take a lot of things for granted until things begin to fall apart. We take our health for granted. Every day we ought to get up and say, Lord, I'm so thankful. I'm on my knees today to give you thanks that I can stand on my feet. If you're able to stand on your feet, you know, there's a lot of people in the hospital today that would love to get out of bed, Amen. that would love to stand on their feet, to be able to go to the bathroom on their own without having somebody help you. You know, that's a blessing, just to be able to get up and walk. <clears throat> if you can see this morning, you may not have the best eyesight, hallelujah, that this world has to offer, but I want you to know, if you can still see, you ought to give God some thanks that you can still see. Amen. Amen? If you can walk, give him praise for that you can still walk. If you got shoes on your feet, clothes on your back, and water coming out of your sink at home, you got a lot to be thankful for. Where I just left, hallelujah, they have to walk a mile to get a bucket of water. They come home and they all take the same, take a bath in a bucket of water. All the dishes are washed in one bucket of water. Everything is tough as far as water. You have to walk a mile to get it when you come back. You cherish the water that you have. You don't empty it. You don't leave the sink running. They don't have a sink for water to run out of. It. And I'm here to tell you this morning, it's made me a very thankful person to see what I have seen through the years, 25 years of traveling the world has changed me. I'm different sometimes. Whenever I my grandkids come over and we feed them, and they jump to the table and they start. I'm like. Put the brakes on. What are we going to do before we eat? Y'all know? Amen. We're going to say grace. Amen. Which means. I am going to tell the Lord. I'm very thankful. For this morsel of food. Amen. That's on my plate today. I'm thankful. And I want my children and grandchildren to know how important it is to never skip saying thanks for a french fry, a hamburger, it, a, 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 a can of Campbell's noodle soup, a can of sardine, some soda crackers, whatever it is, yes. give thanks for it. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> I've seen children overseas, four of them. Five of them sometimes gather around one plate of food. With no spoon, no fork, no napkin, no nothing. All of them set around that one plate and with their hands, they gather their rice up. They make it up into something that they can kind of ball it up, get it hard enough so they can put it in their mouth. <laughs> not complaining, not murmuring. Not ungrateful, but thankful. Even though they have to eat that every day. One plate, four children, and I watch that. And that's why it hurts me when I come home to see how the kids in our generation have been raised to be unthankful instead of being thankful. Amen? Amen. It really messes me up. Y'all want to see me get stirred? It's to take somebody to a shoe store or a clothing store and buy them something. And after you get done, they walk out the store and never say thank you. There's something wrong with that picture. Our kids have to be taught to be thankful. We are living in a generation time where... It's called the uh, entitlement mm-hmm. in generation. Mm-hmm. The land of equality. Everybody's equal, and everybody deserves a trophy. If you play on the ball team, you might come in last place, but you little Johnny deserves a, pr- a first-place trophy just like the, the first-place team. That's called equality and entitlement. According to the Bible, there ain't no such thing. Equality, maybe, because the Bible said God no respecter of persons. He loves everybody the same. But the Bible also says that we ought to always give thanks unto the Lord. And the Bible also says that if a man does not work, he shouldn't eat. Amen. Can I get an amen? amen? The Bible says that if a man should not work, neither should he eat. We got a lot of people out there today eating that ain't working because our government has put them into a place of entitlement. Mm-hmm. The working people support the people that don't work. That ain't what the Bible says. Can I have amen this amen. morning? Amen. And these people that are are getting this. Free whatever, oftentimes ain't even very thing, and that's even worse. Somebody, there ain't no such thing as free. That's right. Amen. Whenever the government says I'm gonna give you a free phone, free housing, free food, free whatever, ain't no such thing as free. Somebody Amen. went to work and paid for that. Amen. The other day after I came out of the meeting, we were finished with the meetings and our third conference was finished and we were headed to the van. The people in Uganda, they, they, they just love to serve each other, they love to serve uh, us, and it just blessed me to watch when we were eating supper, Sister Ruth, how the, this lady, couple of ladies just kept coming in, bringing food, setting it on the table, setting it there, the rice, the beans, this, that, and the other and uh they'd give us our plates they'd wipe them out give us a fork wipe it off give it to us and afterwards they they'd just sit there and watch us eat the whole time until we were finished and uh then they would come and they would clean and and do everything and i'm just watching and i was just so thankful that somebody had a heart of servitude to serve other people and each time I would bring something out of my pocket and, 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 and uh, uh, without everybody seeing it, I'd put, I'd put a blessing in her hand. She was so blessed to have what I gave her. I gave her a real good blessing. And then the last day, if we were get, going out to the, to the van to get in it to leave, they were two Ugandan ladies and we have bags in our hands that carry our Bibles and, and all kind of stuff in them. And each one of us have a, has a bag and they, they won't let you tote your own bag. They want to honor you. So they take your bag and they pick it up. and they walking out to the van. And, and uh, one of the ladies that were toting my bag, uh, she wanted to give me an offer. So out of her hand, she had some wadded up money there. And, and she said, I would like to give this to you. And I looked at it and it was not, it wasn't, it ain't the size of the offer. It was her heart. It probably everything she probably had probably amounted to 75 cents in shillings. <coughs> and she put it in my hands and it just blessed me to know she's honoring me in the first place, took my bag. And then on top of that, she wants to sow a seed and give a, give me out of her need, she's gonna sow a seed in my life. And I'm already blessed, and, but she's given to me. And when she did, just like the Lord said, Give her an immediately return on her seed. She gave me two thousand. I pulled it out of my pocket. I gave her twenty thousand. She was like, "Ooh, mm-hmm. ooh, I'm so happy! I'm so happy!" And the girl that was walking beside me, she had one of her bags, and she said, "What about me?" I said, "My goodness, that about broke my heart because I began to think about the sto- i mean, the situation of." What about me? What about me? She just got a blessing, but what about me? I'm toting your bag, too. I'm toting a bag. What about me? You know, there's a lot of what about me's out there in the world. They was not born with a silver platter. They was not born with a a mama and a daddy. They had one. But daddy might have left a long time ago. Or mama might have went her way. And the kids fall apart and they get, they just get tore up by the world. But there's a lot of what about me's out there in the world. And I just begin to think about that and I said, honey, I ain't forgetting about you either. I gave her another $20,000, which ain't a lot in shillings. But to them, it's a lot. It was a big, big offering to her. But I was thinking to myself, I was looking at all the little kids walking around. And the kids have to raise the kids overseas. The little six-month-old babies might be on the back of a five-year-old all day long. They'll take care of them babies. They'll tow them all day long. Them babies don't never cry. They don't never say nothing. The mama the other day, I was watching a woman wash clothes in 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 a pan. And she had a baby strapped on her back. She was all bent over, and that baby's head was just about into the water. And she was just washing them clothes by hand. That baby never made a sound. I said, "Boy, that was an American baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that thing would let the whole neighborhood know something was going on." Amen. Yes. But they've been raised in such a way. That I told Sophie, I said, "Sophie, they so poor. I said they don't even know." That they poured, I said. They don't. The things that they have, they don't know there's anything better on, out there. Right. I took a picture of a little boy that had a little little man-made little car, and it was made out of like a. It wasn't big as a, a quart of oil. That you know, the container <clears throat> a quart of oil comes in, but they had cut a hole in it and run two 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 nails through each side and put bottle caps, or the caps, the plastic cap that goes on the top, that's what the tires were. And that little boy held that that little truck all day long and and played in the dirt with it all day long. I said, he ain't never gonna see a Tonka truck. Stuff like that'll mess you up. Then when we come home, we open presents, and our kids get things, and they open one and go to the next one. They open one and go to the next one. They get five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and they open them, and, and they get done. The wrappers are on the floor. The boxes are still laying there. And if you blessed, they'll get up and say, Daddy, Mama, thank you for Christmas this year. I really appreciate it. you blessed if they'll come back and say thank you. But it's our fault if we don't teach them to be appreciative. Amen. 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 I may be hard, but I've seen things that make me want to be grateful of everything I've got in my closet, whatever I have in my refrigerator, the shoes on my feet, the clothes on my back. I've seen way too many people complaining, complaining instead of giving thanks. Amen. <clears throat> uh, what about me what about me I wish I could help everybody to say what about me but we can't but you know what the what about me to come in your life mm-hmm. you might be able to be, meet a need to be a blessing to somebody else to show them God's Love. Mm-hmm. So this morning, what are you thankful for? What are you thankful? Man, if you're able to get up and go to church, man, you ought to be so thankful. Amen. You know, there's so many people that can't even get up on Sunday morning and <coughs> try, make themselves come to the Lord. <coughs> The Bible said, we just read earlier, serve the Lord with gladness. Amen. Man, it's a joy to get up on Sunday morning to me. It ain't labor. I'm not sweating and toiling. Oh, I got to go pastor again this morning. I've been doing it for 27 years. There ain't nobody going to show up to 1030. <laughs> I don't get up with an ungrateful heart. Man, I was headed to hell Yeah, yeah come on. and if it hadn't been for Jesus I was going to bust hell wide open Amen. 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 to be saved right now to standing where I'm standing ain't nothing but a work of God's grace and transformation and the power that's in the blood of Jesus Amen. it's all a testimony of his goodness yes. and I don't ever want to have a heart of take it for granted. This could be gone tomorrow. That's right. yes. Do you know your life could be gone tomorrow? Amen. Do you know it only takes one phone call to change your whole life? That's right. One doctor's report. One phone call. One accident. You know, you some of us have been in accidents. I got in one last year. Went through a brick wall, hit a big pine tree, totaled my truck out. Had a couple of scratches on top of my head and a bruise on my throat. And I got out of that truck thankful. Amen. Because God spared my life. We got all kind of things to be thankful for. Amen. That sometimes we just overlook. Man, I'm talking about thank God for the little bitty things. Amen. All the way up to the biggest things. And just spend time being grateful because an ungrateful, unthankful person it's one of the signs of the end times in 2 no, Timothy chapter 4, verse 4. One of, the un, one of the signs of the last days is being unthankful. I don't want to fall in that category. That's right. And I don't want you to fall in that category. So on Thursday, when you gather around your table, you may wake up and you say, I'm the only one here. I don't have no family. There's a plate of food out there, somebody brought you. Be thankful for that. Amen. Don't hang your head and say, I ain't got nobody, I ain't got no food, I ain't got no water, I ain't got no drink, I ain't got no clothes. Yes, you do. Be thankful for that. Let me tell you what happens when you when you're not thankful. When you are unthankful, you limit your future blessings from God. Because if you ain't thankful for what he did the first time, that second go-round may not go the way it went the first time. But if you continue to be thankful for every little thing, God will continue to bless you and to bless you and bless you. Why? Because you are thankful for what he had done for you. But an unthankful person, limit their future blessings. Always be thankful. Amen. And teach others to be thankful. Now, if you're watching us this, this morning, it's our honor to come into your home. I just pray that you have a great Thanksgiving. I pray that you have a, a thankful heart. God has always been good. And he's always been doing wonderful things for it. Reflect back on your life and give, give thanks unto the Lord. And if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, confess your sins. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. He has already died and rose again. If you'll believe in your heart and confess him with your mouth, you shall be saved. We pray that you do that. It'll be the best Thanksgiving you have ever had. We love you, and may Jesus bless you.